Hi, and welcome back to Reflect Forward. I'm your host, Carrie Siggins, and I'm so glad you're here today. Today, I want to talk about how to not let other people's opinions dictate your life. So this is something that I think most of us struggle with, right? We care about what people think. We especially care about what our employees think, what our family thinks, the people that we care about the most, the closest to us think. And that's important, right? We have to navigate these relationships and be building these relationships. Um, and so you want to get that feedback and you want to understand how you are impacting people. But there's another aspect of caring about what people think, and that is that we get caught up in worrying about what others think so much that we stop living our lives for us. And especially in today's world where social media is so prevalent and everybody has a comment about everything, um, it can be really scary to put yourself out there because you're worried like, what people? What if people don't like me? What if people don't like my idea? What if people don't like uh, what I have to say? And I definitely get this, like, right? I am a person who puts myself out there. Um, I believe in making an impact in the world through sharing stories, through sharing experience. Um, but I definitely have people who don't like what I have to say and who don't agree with me. And boy, when I get a negative comment, like it can sing, it can hurt. And, um, and so I've learned to have a tough skin, right? To say, I do care about what certain people think and, um, and the impact that I'm leaving, the impression that I'm leaving, um, the way that I make people feel. But I'm not going to worry so much about what people think about me that I'm not going to go after my dreams, that I'm not going to share my ideas and to, to experience share, to put myself out there. And so that's what I want to talk about today because it's, um, it's a slippery slope, right? And it's a really important topic because we can't just go around saying, well, I don't care about what anybody thinks about me because then you're not open for feedback and you aren't developing self-awareness and understanding how you impact others. But boy, it can sure stop you from living your dreams if you are always worried about what other people's uh, are thinking of you. So let's talk a little bit about it because it's really easy to get caught up in comparing yourself to others. And comparing yourself to others is like the fastest way to become unhappy. Um, I know that from experience. Um, I lived most of my teenage years and my 20s comparing myself to others, feeling like I never would measure up, trying to be somebody I wasn't. And it was really destructive, really dark place for me to be. So this is near and dear to me, um, which is why I want to talk a little bit about it today. So First and foremost, I think it's really important to understand that people's opinions of you are not a reflection of your worth as a person, right? That was something that I really struggled about. Like, I felt like if people didn't like me, if people didn't respect me, that I was not worthy. I was not a good person. I was not a good leader. And what I've learned um, over my leadership journey is that just because someone doesn't like me or someone doesn't agree with me or someone doesn't agree with my choices doesn't mean that I'm not a valuable person or that I'm not deserving of love or respect or of my position. And everybody is entitled to their own opinions and their beliefs. And it's okay if they're not in alignment with yours, but it doesn't mean that your opinions are valid. And it doesn't mean that you have to change yourself or to hold yourself back because of their opinions. So this is something that's really important. Like your self-worth should not ever be tied up in what other people think of you. Your self-worth is tied up in what you think about yourself. And if you are proud of the work that you're doing, if you stand true in your beliefs, and if you're working on 
becoming a better person and you're working on yourself, that is where self-worth comes from. And this is something that I didn't under understand um, until I matured uh, and realized that I, there are 8 billion people on this planet, right? There's no way that everybody's going to like me. There's no way everybody's going to agree with me. And that's okay. In fact, diversity of thought is so important. And we shouldn't shut people down just because they think differently um, than we do. And so I've had to learn that. Like, it's okay. It's okay um, if people don't like what I have to say or don't agree with me right? We are all entitled to our opinions. And that's what makes the human experience so great. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people get angry about that. Uh, and so it does shut things down. But it is truly what being human is, is that we are entitled to our opinions. And, uh, and it does not mean that you are not a worthy person if someone doesn't like you or doesn't agree with your opinion. Another reason why we shouldn't care what people think is that it is a major source of anxiety and stress and worry. Another reason why you shouldn't care about what people think is because it just causes stress, right? When we compare ourselves to others, it stresses us out. And the crazy making part of all of this is that when we're worried about what people think and we're changing our behaviors or holding ourselves back or doing something different, that person that we're worried about is not even thinking about us, right? We are so absorbed in our own experiences and we feel like we're under a microscope or under a magnifying glass. And the reality is, is that 99.9% .9 of us are focused on ourselves, on our own lives. Like people aren't actually thinking about you. So you're sitting there stressing yourself out, worrying what people are thinking about you. And the truth is, is that they're probably not. So it's just an unneeded stress in our lives. So stop worrying so much about what people think about you because they're probably not even actually thinking about you that much. And all it's doing is causing stress and anxiety and worry for you. And that is not a good way to live a life. The most important reason why I think that you shouldn't care so deeply about people's opinions is that it holds you back from taking risks and from trying new things and for living your dreams. If you're constantly worried about how people will perceive you, you might be hesitant to step outside of that comfort zone. And if you don't step outside of your comfort zone, you don't gain new skills. You don't get more resilient. You don't you know, grow your competency zone and you don't change your life. I made a social media post about this uh, like uh, a couple of months ago. Like, What's more important to you, staying inside your comfort zone or going after your dreams? going after your dreams. Like that is what life is all about. You have one life to live. And if you're so worried about what people think that you don't take those risks, that you don't put yourself out there, that you don't pursue what's important to you, you don't go after your dreams, then you are ultimately limiting your own personal growth, your own personal development. You're preventing yourself from reaching your full potential. Why would you do that? Why would you say, I'm so worried about what people think that I'm not going to do this thing that's really important to me it just does not make any sense. Now, I get it. I understand it. It is a big deal. Um, and trust me, I get it very viscerally because I do want people to like me. I do want people to respect me. And when they don't, it hurts. It stings. Um, but what I've also learned is that creating the life that I want for myself, creating this leadership journey, becoming the leader that I want to be, it takes growth. It takes putting myself out there. It takes getting out of my comfort zone to become that person. It takes making mistakes. It takes putting my foot in my mouth going like, oh, I don't want to do that again. Right. I learned so much from those things. 
But boy, if I would have not taken those risks, if I would have not put myself in the situations that I've put myself in to learn and to grow, even making mistakes, then I wouldn't be living my very best life. I wouldn't be making my dreams happen. And I want that for you, right? I want that for every single person who listens to this podcast, every single person who um, I interact with is to be inspired to go after your dreams because you can make the life that you want happen. But you're not going to do that if you don't put yourself out there because you're too worried about what people think. Ultimately, you are in charge of your happiness and your well-being. You are in charge of living your dreams. Don't let the opinions of others dictate your life. Don't let them hold you back from taking the risk that you want for betting on yourself. Because the reality is, is they're probably not even thinking about it and paying attention. And maybe they might say something that's negative and then they go on to something else. It is not a reason to not do things. You are the person who knows what's best for yourself. And you should never compromise your values, your dreams, and your beliefs in order to please others. I know that this is easier said than done. It can be very, very difficult to let go of that need for external validation. And the truth is, is that we've been conditioned to seek it out for most of our lives, right? We've been told to pay attention to what others are saying. We get reprimanded when we do something that's perceived to be wrong, right? We get riddle killed if we throw an idea out there that people don't like. And with social media, um, it's so easy for people to make anonymous comments and to troll. And it just makes it that much riskier and scary to put us out there. But with practice and with self-reflection, you can learn how to prioritize your own feelings and needs above the opinions of others. It just takes practice. It takes taking a little bit of action each day, a little bit of risk each day. Like, ugh, I'm just going to put myself out there. I'm going to try it. I'm going to see what happens and keep going. And if you do get a negative comment or somebody doesn't like you for it, that's okay. They're entitled to their opinion. And it doesn't mean that you have to change yourself just because you want to get that external validation. You are worthy of going after your dreams. You are worthy of respect, regardless of what others may think of you. Do not let the opinions of others dictate your life. Do not let them hold you back from pursuing your dreams. Be true to yourself. It's your one life to live. Go live it. Live those dreams. I hope that helps you find that courage to go after that one thing. Just take one little step to make that dream come true. Um, it, when you do, it promise you it is so validating and it is so exhilarating that it overcomes people not liking what you say. I promise. So I get that it's easier said than done, right? Like I said earlier, we are conditioned to seek that external validation. So what can you do when you do care too much about what people think? If you find yourself caring too much about what people think of think about you, here are some things that you can do to shift your perspective and to help reduce your anxiety. First and most important thing is practice self-reflection, right? Take some time to reflect on why you care so much about what others think. Is it because you want to be liked and accepted? Um, is it because you're afraid of being judged or rejected? 
understanding the root of their anxiety can really help you understand what areas of your life that you can make changes first and foremost and where those triggers come from. Self-reflection is so important. I suggest writing it down. I'm really scared to do this because I'm afraid I'm going to be judged. Okay, well, what if I'm judged? Why am I worried about being judged? I feel like that proves that I'm not a worthwhile person or that people don't love me. Put words to your feelings. Do some of that self-reflection. It will really help you be able to say, really, that's not that bad. If somebody doesn't like me, if someone judges this, it's not really that bad in the whole scheme of things, especially if you're going after your dreams. Two, challenge your negative thoughts, right? We are such great storytellers and the stories we tell ourselves are typically negative. So when you find yourself worrying about what others think about you, challenge those negative thoughts. Ask yourself, is there really any evidence to support that they might not like this? Or are these assumptions that I'm just making? Are these beliefs that I actually have about myself? Remember, thoughts are not facts and you have the power to change your thoughts. So reframe your negative thoughts, re-challenge that. Is it really that bad if someone thinks poorly about me? And do I have any evidence to support this thought that I have? Just because you think it doesn't make it true. The third thing is focus on what is important to you, what you want to achieve in your life. When you have a clear sense of your own priorities, it can be easier to let go of the external validation. So for example, for me, right, I put this podcast out. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Like I get negative comments and that's okay. But I'm doing this for a bigger reason. I'm doing this because I really want to articulate my thoughts on leadership. I want to help others who are on their own leadership journey. For the 15 people I help and the one person who's like, well, that was a stupid podcast, right? Wow, wouldn't I rather have helped those 15 people? That's what's important to me. So what's important to you, put it out there. Focus on your own priorities and that will help you let go of that need for external validation. This next one I think is really important. Surround yourself with positive people. Man, this matters so much. You are the people who you keep company with. So make sure that you have supportive and encouraging people who love you and accept you for who you are. When you have a strong support system, it's so much easier to let go of those opinions of people who don't matter, right? of those trolls who are out there, people who don't really know you, who can easily just say, well, that was a dumb idea, or I can't believe that he did that, or I can't believe that she's going after this goal. That doesn't matter. What matters are the people who you care most about. So surround yourself with those people who are positive, who support you, who encourage you to go after your dreams. That is such a much more positive way to live life. And those are the people whose opinions matter, right? Those are the people who you should understand the impact that you're having Um, on them. Those are your employees. Those are your teammates. Those are your family, the people who you love, the the mentors, the, the people who are in that network. Those are the people's opinions who you should seek because they know you and they are there to help support you and they will keep it real with you. And then finally, if you are finding that your anxiety over what people think of you is impacting your life in a very negative way, get professional help, right? Hire a coach, hire a therapist. They can help you work through your anxieties and they can help you develop strategies to cope with the stress and the negative thoughts when you are comparing yourself to others or worrying about what people are thinking about you. Anxiety is real. 
comparison is real. Worrying about what other people think is real. Wanting that external validation is real and that's okay. If you need help to get through those negative thoughts, seek it because people can help you. I hired a coach, a life coach, um, at, who I talk about all the time, Barbara, and she helped me so much with this. And it improved my life tremendously when I could say, these are the people whose opinions really matter to me. And these are the people whose opinions don't. Um, and I can take the good and the bad and can learn from that. But it does not have to mean that I have to change myself or not go after my dreams or not make these things happen because they don't like what I'm doing. She helped me tremendously with that. So don't underestimate the impact a good coach or a therapist can have. It takes time and practice to shift your mindset, to let go of that need for external validation. But if you practice it and if you persist and you prioritize your happiness and your goals and your dreams above the opinions of others, you will see that it fades away, that you stop caring so much. Part of this just comes with maturing, right? I'm going to be 45 this year. And I will tell you that it just helps getting older to go like, man, that stuff that I worried about that I thought people cared about, that really wasn't even true. And why would I spend the second half of my life living my life for other people? So just know that with time, you can let go of this need for the external validation and the seeking approval from others. Um, and when you do, it is free because you can live your very best life. You can make your very best impact in the world. And if you impact, you know, a small circle, a larger circle, a huge audience stage, that's what really matters. And for the people who you don't impact, that's okay. That's not what matters. It's the ripple effect that you have to making the world a better place that matters the most. So go after your dreams. Okay, on to my question of the week. Um, it came from an employee who um, came to my office and said, man, I have lost my motivation and I need help because I don't want to be disengaged at work. I want to be motivated and feel motivated and feel engaged, but it's just ebbing and flowing. And she asked me, do you ever lose motivation at work? And if so, what do you do? So first and foremost, I am so appreciative that I have relationship with many of my employees who are not afraid to come in and have this conversation with me. This is what leadership is all about, is creating a safe place to be for your employees to be able to have these types of conversations. And my answer to her was absolutely. Like motivation always ebbs and flows. And if a leader tells you that they're 100% motivated all the time, it simply isn't true. We all lose motivation. It, we can't expect ourselves and for our teams to be 100% going all the time. Um, it's just not the reality. Life ebbs and flows. Motivation ebbs and flows. Engagement ebbs and flows. And I certainly experience that as well. And I usually experience a lack of motivation after I've pushed really hard to get something done. And then you work really, really hard and you're super engaged and then you're done. And it's kind of like, ugh, well, what's next? Or I'm really tired or maybe feeling a little bit burnt out. And so it's a real thing. And I think that we leaders should acknowledge it, that, that we aren't always motivated and that our employees aren't always motivated. But the way that I look at it is that I'm responsible for my own motivation. Nobody else is. And so when I am feeling a lack of motivation, I need to explore that because I am responsible for how I show up. I'm responsible for my to myself. I'm responsible to my team, to my employee owners, to my company. 
So I really look at my relationship with that responsibility and that helps me dig into what's going on. So I told her the first thing I would do is just understand, you know, where that lack of motivation is coming from and be kind to yourself. It's okay. And then the second thing I would do is um, look at what's the best way for you to recommit to what's important to you. What's one little thing that you can do right now to spark that motivation? For me, it's impact. I want to make an impact in the lives of my employees, my customers, our industry, my podcast listeners, people who listen to me speak or who read my writing. It's all about impact. So what's one thing right now that I can do that will re-engage in that desire to make an impact? And if I do that and I have a win, I'm instantly re-motivated again. And so that was my advice to her is to, one, be kind to yourself. It's okay. Two, understand where the lack of motivation is coming from. And then three, recommit. Find that one thing that you feel like you can make an impact or that you can bring real value, whether it's learning something that's new, taking on a new project, uh, mentoring a new employee. Right? There's all these different things that can help us to find that spark again. And just know and be kind to yourself that it ebbs and flows. So that's what I do when I am feeling a lack of motivation. A couple of things that I've learned about motivation as I've been studying the brain and how brain chemistry works um, is really the role that dopamine plays in our motivation and helping to increase motivation. I learned a lot of this from Andrew Huberman. I've talked about his podcast in my podcast, uh, Huberman Labs. Anyway, he's got several podcasts on there about how to use brain chemistry to increase your motivation or to overcome procrastination. And so if you are really interested in learning more about that, I highly recommend that you check out his podcasts. But I've been really thinking a lot about my own motivation and how I get so many things done in a day and how do I continue to you know, stay motivated and stay inspired to make a big impact on the world. And a lot of it has to do with, um, with my dopamine levels. And I've been learning a couple of different hacks um, really starting to understand how amino acids play a role in brain chemistry. So uh, there's a couple of ones that are out there. L-tyrosine is the big one. I've been taking that supplement when I am needing a boost in motivation. Um, meditating helps with that, doing something that's called non-sleep deep rest. Uh, there's several protocols that are out there. It's similar to meditating, but a little bit different. So there are lots of things that you can do to help yourself find motivation when you are feeling that it's lacking. And so if you're interested in the science behind it, I highly recommend going and listening to his podcast or go out there and just Google, like, how do I increase motivation naturally? And there's a plethora of writing and science that's out there about these hacks that you can do to help you when you have lost that motivation. So Anyway, it's super, super interesting stuff. The brain is so amazing. And, and I highly recommend checking it out if you are feeling unmotivated, right? Remember, you are responsible for your own motivation. Nobody else is responsible for motivating you. That's just not even possible. Like it's an internal thing. It always comes from within. And if you are feeling a lack of motivation, understand your body and your brain and how it works. And there are things that you can do. But I find that recommitting to my responsibility to myself, my commitments, um, and remembering my purpose, which is impact, always helps me re-engage and get re-motivated in what I'm doing if I've gone through kind of one of those ebbs and the ebb and flow of motivation. So 
It happens to all of us. Leaders should just acknowledge it and we should help our employees understand that it's okay and help them re-engage with themselves and and find those intrinsic reasons why we're motivated to be able to help get them in, out of that flow. And boy, being supportive is really important. I know that after the conversation that I had with her, just her saying, I have lost a little bit of motivation and I need to talk about it, helped her feel so much better. And we talked about some of those things that she could do to recommit to her purpose and meaning and work. And she walked away and she was like, I feel so much better even just being able to say it. It's a really important space that we need to create because motivation does ebb and flow and it will come back. Sometimes you have to wait it out. Sometimes you can do things to help. It will come back. But we should acknowledge that the reality is it does ebb and flow and that we all feel it and our employees feel it and it's okay. All right. With that, I will leave you. I appreciate you listening to this week's episode. Hopefully you got some inspiration in this uh, different kind of podcast that we talked about today. Um, If you like this podcast, please write a review, like it, subscribe to it, share it with a friend. I always appreciate the support. Thank you. Have a great day. See you next week.